Today, we're looking at how you can knock out a debt or two before this year wraps up. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. Who doesn't want to unload a debt before this year wraps up? Paying off debt is usually one of the top three goals people make for the year, but struggle to achieve. That's not going to happen with you. I want you to make some headway with your debt-free goals, which is why we're finishing up this season with a call to action. We're going to knock out one of your debts. Of course, to do this, the money has to come from somewhere. And there's three ways that you're going to be able to free up money, so to speak, to pay off those debts faster. One is optimizing your current budget. Two is consolidating your debts. And then three, earning extra cash. We've talked about different ways you can save this season with housing, cars, and how to bake in automatic savings. I also have a free course, Five Days to 5K, that walks you through step-by-step on how you can make sure you're getting the most out of your budget. So today, we're going to focus on looking at the other two options. David Jacobs, Vice President of Consumer Lending at Coastal Credit Union, is going to talk about the differences between HELOCs and home equity loans. If you're going to go that route, I really want to make sure you understand how they work. And then we're also looking at using side hustles to earn that extra money. Can you really knock out your debts with these gigs? Kevin, who's a member of our community, was kind enough to reach out and talk about his experience. What's cool, at least to me, is that he's an accountant in his day job. So when he did the side hustles, he was not only tracking his earnings, but his expenses. I think you'll enjoy hearing his take on whether it's a viable way to earn some extra cash to knock out that debt. So in this episode, we're going to discuss understanding debt consolidation options with your home equity, whether side hustles can be a smart way or whether they're a waste of your time, and then ways to stay motivated while you knock out your debt. Let's get started. Something that's thrown out as an option for some that are trying to take care of a lot of loans is consolidating them. And if you own a house, you may have heard that getting a home equity loan or a line of credit called a HELOC is supposedly the way to go. And I can understand why it seems appealing. You can take those high interest debts and roll them into one payment with a lower interest rate. Sounds like an automatic win, right? But before you sign up for it, you have to understand how they work. Equity line of credit is, and I'm going to tell you what what, this is what we have. Mm-hmm. There's different things in the marketplace, but uh, a home equity line of credit is um, is basically a 20 year loan that you can draw off of for the first 10 years, and then after the 10 year period, it goes into full repayment. Oh, the that loan is is uh, based off of a margin plus the prime rate. 
the closed end loan is a term loan. So it can be anywhere up to, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, and it's at a fixed rate. Okay. So depending on what the market, some people prefer, I want that same payment. I want, I need the money up front. I don't need any other money. I just give me my monthly payment. And let me be done with it. They want the closed end loan. The line of credit is something that you can constantly use over and over. I also want to add, if you're going to go this route with consolidating your debt and using either a line of credit or a home equity loan, really want to talk about what is your strategy for knocking out your debt faster. The reason I say this is because it's kind of like you've seen those balance transfer deals that credit cards offer. Sure, you can use them, but many people don't actually pay off their debt. They're just moving the balance from one card to another, and they're not making the progress that they want. And so if you are going to consolidate your debt, make sure that you have an actual plan to pay it off as soon as possible. Now, we're talking about things that you can do by the end of the year. Maybe you have a smaller balance on a credit card or you're getting close to paying off your car loan, what do you do now? How can you raise money to maybe knock that out? Well, you might wanna try taking on a side hustle. It's pretty popular on the web. You'll see side hustles, you can make a significant amount of money, but the question is, can you really do that? Can the average person make enough money to knock out a debt? I'm really happy that Kevin reached out to me. He's done both food deliveries, and he's done ride sharing. So when we got together, I was curious to find out how the numbers lined up for him. Well, I started with Grubhub last, last year, and I started with that because, you know, I'm thinking, wait a minute, I, how can I earn some extra cash? I, I've got my kids, and we can do this together. So we started doing it together, and someone then also advised me one time, like, is this really the best thing you should be doing with your kids, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, what else can I do? So uh, when I'm not with my kids now, I drive Lyft because back in September I bought a Prius. So I'm like, okay, here we go. This makes sense. I'll, I'll pay for the Prius. It's $100 a month. I got a 10-year-old one with, with a Lyft, especially because the neighbors said, hey, they do Uber and Lyft full time. I'm like, That's, really? So I'm like, okay, is this really that lucrative? Well, the first 20 rides were because they would give you a $200 bonus for your first 20 rides, you know, because it was a referral. But after that, <clears throat> you know, oftentimes I only get $4 for a ride. You know, I'm like, wow, if I wasn't riding a, driving a Prius it w or a hybrid, it wouldn't make much sense. Because I've seen these people driving around with a SUV or a van. I'm like, how are they doing lift with a SUV and a van? Think about your expenses. Your, you know, every even though it's a hybrid, I'm still, like, every mile is an you know, it's wear and tear in the car. So how do you use, I guess, side hustles? Like, how do you keep it for you that it makes sense, number-wise and then time-wise, too? Because I know, like you mentioned, some people, if they do this full-time, I mean, that's a lot of hours to put towards driving or doing all these side gigs. Yeah, I mean, so you, full-time, you have to be, I told someone, said, well, you could do it full-time, but you have to commit, like, 12 hours a day to it. You can't just do eight hours because you're going to have a lot of, lot of the hours where you're not getting offers and I don't know it's, it's not it's not easy money but it is kind of fun though because the experiences you get I want to say the drawback with the DoorDash and the Grubhub 
is actually you actually have to find their home. Like if it's if it's, if it's an apartment, for example, where where it lives, I just have to drive near the place. They're supposed to be out there waiting, you know, waiting for you. And so they'll they'll kind of flag you down. They'll kind of like you know, if it's night, they'll shine their phone. That's usually when I drive because my I have a day job. Do you do it only in the evenings, or do you do just weekends? Like, do you have a set schedule? How do you plan around it? I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna do two hours on Thursday night, two hours on Tuesday night, and then I'll do like like a like a goal on the weekend. I'm like, okay, I want to drive until I make this much money Friday night, Saturday night, and then be done with it. Because a lot of times, what they'll do is they'll give a prime rate. So 1 a.m. probably give you a prime because there's less drivers, there's more people, they're leaving, they're party. So I just find out, okay, if I, if I can make two or three hundred dollars a month, great. Yeah, that's not bad. A little extra side hustle there. So how does that work? Like when you sign up for Uber and Lyft, there's like a screening process, right? Like they, I know they have to check at least your license. Is there anything else you have to do? They make sure that you have auto insurance. They check your background. They do a background check, of course. You make sure not like a make, – it's kind of like any regular job. They do a background check, and then you wait for it to be finalized. It's probably like a good week, 10-day process of screening. And what's interesting is they'll take a picture, you know, you take a picture of yourself, put in the app. And so when I'm going to pick someone else, they'll know looking for a blue Prius, they'll, see my, they'll have my face there. And within the first two, within the first night, I learned to, when picking someone up, I'll say their name and then they'll say my name. That way we know. Because it's interesting, you hear these stories about Lyft and Uber, like, well, if they just follow these rules, then it's kind of like we keep each other in check. Now, have you ever had an extreme experience, like a really good experience, or have you ever had like a customer, you're like, oh my goodness, um, I have to like report them or kind of be like, I would never drive them again. Yeah, it's interesting. So I had some really good tippers, you know, and, and but one, oh yeah, I wanted to tell you one as well. One time I had to actually drive a good 60 miles away from the beginning of the, beginning of the night. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Utah, but um, there's Holiday, which is like, South, some of the most southern parts of Salt Lake City, and then all the way to Brigham City by the end of the night. <laughs> that, that's, that's one of the most unique experiences. Not often happen, but you know that the best experience, I guess, was just you know listening to people's stories and and connecting with them. But you know, there's been some pretty good tip, tips. But what's interesting is not everybody tips. So people. Some people tip in cash as well as on the app. <laughs> so how does it work with pay? Do you get paid like at the end of your shift or the next day, or is that like a weekly or a monthly thing? It's weekly, every Wednesday. Okay. Direct deposit. Okay. That's another thing too is these, the, the guy I told you about who, who quit his job. Like he needs to realize that this is self-employed, and so it's not again not lucrative because you actually have to account for the for the tax. And so if it's your side hustle, no big deal because a lot of times people will, what do you call it, the W-4s, they'll, you know, sometimes withhold more than they should, therefore they get something back. The worst case scenario, you may not gain any back because you've already, you may not have, you know, sent the government your quarterly earnings for your self-employed tax income. Yeah, but you definitely have to save away if that's your main source of income, I mean, to take care of your taxes. And if your business is driving, you definitely have to have savings in case your car breaks down or something. Yeah, definitely. Thank goodness that's never happened. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you never had one of those. I do have one last question. If someone is, you know, listening and they're thinking about a side hustle, how would you suggest they use it 
Is it for fun money or for a specific goal? I mean, like say if they wanted to pay d- down debt, do you think a side hustle is a reliable source of income? It's kind of tough to do it for just for fun money because kind of like lose your motivation. For, like for me, like, okay, the karate class is $200 a month. If I can make $200 a month, great. And I won't be stressing about how to do my kids in that class. And I, and I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for the hybrid because, again, it's, a $4 ride sometimes gets very discouraging, or $4 fee for some someone's ride. And some people suggest DoorDash or GrubHub because of the there's less weight in your vehicle, so that doesn't make much sense, you know, <laughs> as far as the wear and tear or the miles per gallon. But um, I would say definitely, definitely have, like, a goal in mind. Like, okay, I'm going to do this until, until then, or this, this is going to be my stepping stone. But if, if you're going to – people keep asking me, so do you do this full-time? I said, no, it would be too much wear and tear in the car. So if, you, if someone were to do a side hustle like one of these apps, I would definitely suggest, you know, okay, $500 a month maybe, have that goal, and like, okay, I'm going to do this until then. I'm going to do this until debt's paid off or until the emergency fund is saved. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you want to live better, you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to focus on some key takeaways I got from speaking with Kevin and David today. The first one is when you're trying to pay debt, you really want to make sure you understand your cash flow. How much are you currently bringing in and how much are you spending on essential bills and your current payments? Do you have any wiggle room in your budget to start a debt snowball or debt avalanche? If not, then you know where to focus. It could be a matter of earning some extra income with a side hustle, or it could be optimizing your expenses. But you don't exactly know what you need to do until you know your numbers. The second takeaway I got is make sure you're not going for the quick fixes, but actually changing your habits. Debt consolidation has worked for some families, But the key there was that they were changing their behaviors as well as doing the debt consolidation. Just moving your money around to a lower interest rate isn't a guarantee that you're going to knock out your debt. Instead, make a commitment and make a plan so you're able to follow through on your goals. And this last one I got from speaking with Kevin, particularly about how sometimes these side hustles are a grind. You're not making the big sign-up money that maybe you initially made, but you're still trying to push through. It's keep in mind why you're doing this. This is a temporary side hustle or side gig to get you to a certain place, whether it's knocking out a particular debt or knocking out a certain amount of debt. Just make sure you remind yourself why you're doing this, not just because you want to have one less payment, but also what would your life be like when this payment is gone? Will you have more time for the kids? Will you have more time for each other? Will you have more time for creative endeavors? Maybe you're thinking down the line you want to pivot your career. Having that debt out of your way gives you more options and less stress. So if you'd like to talk more about knocking out your debt, maybe swap some ideas, or if you have any questions, please join us in our private and free Facebook group. It's called Thriving Families. We are looking to support one another and help each other out any way we can. You can find us at couplemoney.com slash FB. I hope to see you there. 
special thanks to Kevin and David for being a part of the show. Listen, I would love for you to be in these episodes as well. So if you ever have any questions or topic that you want to have discussed, please reach out to me, l at couplemoney.com and join the community. Just go to couplemoney.com slash join. As always, I'll have links in the show notes so you can connect with the resources that we mentioned plus more because I want you to knock out at least one debt before the year's end. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. You don't want to miss out on any of the episodes. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. And I'd really appreciate it if you share this show with your friends. I'd be so grateful because I want to make money a way for couples to connect instead of being a source of stress in our marriages. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere. I appreciate your support. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.